0: Welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. My name is April, your spiritual life coach, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive healer. This podcast is all about the newly awakened. And as we have entered in the age of Aquarius, collectively, more people are becoming awakened. This podcast is my diary of events of my personal spiritual journey. Take a ride with me as we collectively try to move the consciousness forward. Welcome to season five of Soul Coach, the podcast. You guys welcome to season five of soul coach the podcast if you're one of my faithful listeners thank you so much I really appreciate the support because I've gotten a couple of dms and emails so thank you so much um, for listening to spirituality and racism part one and if you are new to the show welcome I um want to say thank you <laughs> for the feedback for part 1. I just have so much uh to say that I think that I want to eventually and my friends know this and I'm going to write a book, but I have to get it edited cuz my thoughts are like all over the place sometimes and then I get channel messages and I have all these journals of things that I've written and like life experiences that I have to share with the world because they are like off the charts crazy. Um with All the things that you know have happened to me, and God has put in in my life in these years that I've been on this planet. So here we are, um, Wednesday, and uh, shit still is chaotic. But I want to say this: Lauren London said something today when she was on Red Table Talk. I saw a little snippet on Instagram. And um, Jada asked her about, you know, grief, how to deal with it. And uh, she's like, you know, every day it's not I paraphrasing. I'm not doing exactly what she said, but I did put it in my stories. I said one of the things that I really enjoyed with what she said, it was like, you know, you got to be gentle with yourself. Um, Some days you're going to it's going to be hard. And then some days it's going to be. Easier, You're going to be enlightened. And you're going to feel like you can conquer the world that day. And the days that you don't feel like you just, you feel a little hopeless and you feel like, you know, I'm angry. um, And it's okay to feel those things, to go ahead and feel that and be in that energy. Um, But don't stay there. And she said one of the things that she does is meditate, which definitely helps. But I tell you from my personal experience that... I can... uh, Oh, and her connection to God was number one, which is very true because you definitely need to have that connection to divine. But, you know, for me with this roller coaster ride of emotions that have happened during, you know, 2020, I have to be gentle with myself. And there's a lot of things that I've done and, and you know, like, I'm like, maybe I should have handled this this way or maybe I should, you know, you always, for me, I, I'm an overthinker and I also am very, I'm a worst critic. And I'm my worst critic because, you know, I, I have this ideal of perfection and then, which I'm getting out of though, let me just tell you. But um, during all of this that we have going on, I just want you to kind of like reflect back on how this year started. You know, with Kobe, with, you know, the scare when I ran, with um, you know, the pandemic, which has consumed the majority of the year, like in it well we knew in January, but you know, whatever. But um, you know, we had that and then like the pandemic. We, we still dealing with that because that has not gone away. And then we have, um, the, the, the protesting and then we have the looting, which is separate. (laughs) You know, it's not all together. And then we have like this huge aid that just got ripped. Off again, but this time it's different. Off America and how they treat and their treatment of Black people and how they, you know, need we the the country needs to heal that, but that's not for us Amer us Black people to heal. That's not that's not for us to heal. You know what we have to do is heal the triggers that that does for us. You can ask a Black person. Give me some stories about racism in your life. And they will have like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Tell me a time when you were discriminated against because of your color. Ask a black person that. And they will give you story after story after story. And we've been saying this for so long that it's just, it's been on deaf ears. And in this, and I'm going to call it a revolution. And not everybody agree with, agrees with me and that's okay. And let me tell you why I do call it a revolution. Because it's a, it's an awakening of people that were asleep. And just because they're not at the same level as you, doesn't mean that they're not awakened or their spiritual path is going to be different. We are in this awakening period that people are like, hold up. I'm not believing what they're saying now because this is definitely, you know a setup it's like a show like i said last time and that's a part of like the spirituality part and being connected to divine to see the truth behind the smoke and mirrors being able to to see that you know what this person then is is not who he says is he's a puppet right who is really running this country what is really going on Why are black people so oppressed? Because it's systematic. So why is that? Because we were never meant to be where we are right now. We were never put in America so we could succeed. We were here to build this country, which we did, and stay in a lower class. When we try to really build our own shit in the wall street and businesses and banks and things they bombed it the government bombed. bombed it's called the wall street the wall street bombing like look it up look it up but history and schools are not going to tell you these things because it's his story his story not history but his story and as a spiritual person and connected to divine I can see the truth right I can see that hey everything's is everything is not what it seems and here we are in this chaotic energy right now that energy is so overwhelming like I sometimes I cry and I'm like this is not even my energy like what is going on I'm I'm extremely tired, which I'm a very energetic person. Anybody knows me, like, I can go from, like, 6 a.m. to 6 (laughs) a.m., straight up. You know, people that know me know that I'm very energetic. Like, I'm like, go, 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 go. I don't get tired. Like, I just don't. But I have been so drained, you know, with the energy of the chaos. So when Lauren London was on, you know, read table talk she talked about like you know being gentle with yourself and and taking that time to meditate and those things are so important because if you don't do those things you're constantly going to be in an energy of the low vibration that is going to suck you in and you're going to be looking to commit suicide because I already have someone in my life right now that every single day I have to check on them and that's another thing. Check on your strong friends. Check on the people like myself and the people that are empaths and the people that, oh, they got it. They're strong. No, we're not. Everybody has their own shit. Everybody needs someone to talk to. Everybody needs someone to lean on. And and everyone needs someone to trust. And it's really easy, you know, to be like, oh, that person is a life coach. Oh, that person is a, a pastor. Oh, that person... Everyone needs someone that they can depend on and that they can trust and that they can lean on. Everyone needs at least one person like that in their life. And I have this person right now that is just like I am. He is the person that everybody goes to. And I'm like, you know, hold up, time out. Who, who are you talking to? Who are you giving? Like, what's what's going on over there? And he's overwhelmed with the energy. And not everybody can handle it like I can. Not everybody can handle <clears throat> the images that that is on your phone, on the news, which you have to be a diet from. You have to be, you know, sometimes, you know, seclusion is okay. You don't stay there. But it's okay for you to... To be there for a short period of time just to get yourself together mentally and emotionally. And that's where the spirituality comes from. Yeah, I am a black woman in America. Every day, if not every day, but very often, (laughs) at least every week, there is someone that is trying to remind me that I am a black woman and that I need to be in my place. Because I'm very outspoken. I I am intimidating to some people when they meet me because my energy is very strong. I know how powerful I am and I carry that when I walk. So people are already taken aback by me anyway. <laughs> and I'm not even, and then they start talking to me and then I'm like, oh my God, you're so sweet. But I'm going to match your energy. So if you give me the blues, you best to believe you're going to get it. And it happened today with my, my mom is 73 years old and she had me late in life. Right. And she, you know, she doesn't look crazy. She looks good or whatever. And this man was behind her, you know, and just was being a cunt. He was being a cunt. I'm just going to be straight up with it. So I got between them. Cause I'm like, yo, like back the fuck up away from my mom. Like, why are you being an asshole? Why are you rolling your eyes at me and my son? I can feel your hatred. Because I can feel you that you don't like my black ass. But guess what? I'm not going to feed into your energy. I'm going to block it. I'm going to give it back to your ass. And then I'm going to be like, okay, so I'm going to protect the ones that I love. But that in itself is draining. But every single day I deal with that. If it's not every single day, it's every other day or something happens. Right? And I can feel it and I can see it. And now the tensions are so great because non-black people are looking to be like, oh, they're animals. They need to work on their own fucking communities. They need to do that because they don't want to admit. And really, they know what systematic racism is. But they don't admit to it or care for it because it doesn't affect them. Because this America was set up for non people of color to succeed. And it, it is what it fucking is. I've seen it in my career. I had a peer that made thirty thousand dollars more than me, and I made eighty thousand a year, and he made ninety three ninety five thousand a year, and I had more education than him. And more experienced. And the only reason that I even knew how much he made is because as he was walking out the door, as he was saying goodbye, that is when he was like, I bet you don't make more money than me, blah, 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 blah. blah. Is it because I'm a woman? Is it because I'm black? Or is it the combination of both, right? Do I get angry? Do I get mad? Do I protest? Do I call EOC? Nah. What do I do? I just suck it up and be like, you know what? I got to demand more money next time. But if I was a white woman <laughs> walking in, they would automatically match whatever I say because of the privilege. And that's a fact. And I, in my career, I was in there for 20 years. And I'm telling you, I, was, me as a boss. I definitely paid people fairly because I know how it felt to be paid unfairly. And then when my boss tried to hire in people, you know, on a higher level, I would see like, oh no, you give that person this kind of money, and you and I wouldn't even get it approved because of the race. And you can say whatever you want about like experience or whatever. That's bullshit. Because I've seen it with my own eyes. (laughs) 20 years of it. You know, different leaders that I've had. Like, it's like, no, that person can come in at that. Why? Oh, because that person is Caucasian. It's just true. Is it fair? No. But it's something that, as a black woman I deal with, absolutely. And it's time for a change. It is time to... It's just time to change. And this is the generation that's going to do it. And if it's not, it's going to be the next generation. If it's not, then it's going to be my son' generation. Because it is absolutely positively ridiculous what's going on right now. And as a black woman, I can have all the education, the experience. I can have it all and still be treated less than because of my skin. Like I had to pick this color. Like, I'm going to pick being black today. So, let me go out in the world and pick and be black. So, those triggers and those things that happened to me personally, I can carry those wounds with me. But like I said in part one that happened to me when I was five years old, that was a wound that was so deep that I buried it that I had forgot about it. But I was living in it like I have to talk a certain way I have to be a certain way I have to act a certain way I have to you know carry myself a certain way just so I can be approved get have approval from white people because you know I'm black (laughs) because at five years old I was told I wasn't good enough to be someone's friend because I was because I was black But when, and this is where the spirituality comes in. This is when your connection to God comes in. This is when your connection to divine comes in. When you are in sync with that and you realize, you know what? We are all spiritual beings. We are all going to reincarnate at a different sex, at a different color, at a different anything, right? And to really live in our purpose. And what is our purpose? To be a service to other people. To move the consciousness forward. And right now with everybody awakening, this is our time right now to get on the ball. In order for me to heal that five-year-old April, I had to get EFT and tapping done on me. And I got tapping done for the first time in a group of people and a group of people we were all ages sexes colors it was beautiful right cuz it was this course that i took on the secret when the secret first came out and um this uh therapist actually had a group of people that he was teaching the secret to the law of attraction and things like that. And after the class was over, like the course was over, we just became friends, and it was it was just a beautiful thing. And I met my first spiritual teacher in that class. And uh, with that being, with that happening, she t- was tapping me um, in the middle. Of a of a course, right? It was so insane to me, and we're in a circle, and she was tapping me, and she's like, "What happened to you when you were five years old?" And she's tapping and tapping, and when I say tapping, she's hitting a certain energy point in my body, and it was in my spine, because that's where I carried that emotion, and she was tapping me and tapping me and tapping me until I started crying, in the middle of, and everybody was there, and I was crying, and while I was crying. I remembered what happened to me when I was five years old and it was something that was so powerful that I was like oh my god that is why I have been acting this way my whole life like I was not good enough or like I have to be a certain way in order for a particular person to like me and so forth and and that was and that's the spirituality part of it, right? That's a beautiful part of healing. That's a beautiful part of being connected to the And in that moment, which happened in 07, because I'll never forget, because that same year is when I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease and like I had this awakening and all this other stuff. Um, I had that tapping done. And I was like, oh my God. And it took me some time to process it. Like, all these years. All these years, right? So, you know, with me sharing that story, hopefully that you understand that. The wounds you carry and the, um, the triggers and emotions that you carry with watching this race war that they're trying to ignite. Um... Don't let it, like, fix what it is that you need to get fixed, right? And that's what I'm here as a life coach to do. Like, I can tell you what it is. I can help you walk yourself through it. And if it's not me as a healer, let it be someone else. But don't sit on that wound for so long because a lot of people don't know how to cope with it and know how to release it and know how to, to pull that energy out. That's why I learned Reiki. Reiki helped me. And I was like, oh my God, I got to learn how to do this. And I did. And then my Reiki master is the one that was like, you really need to get into tapping. Because it, those energy points in your body hold emotions. Just like it's so easy for me to scan someone in Reiki and be like, "Ooh, your heart chakra is jacked up, girl. <laughs> Let me tell you what you need to do. Let me tell you what crystals you need to do. And then, like I said before, anytime that I do Reiki, I'm a visual person and I can see what ancestor is around you. And I can see that ancestor. I can feel that ancestor and that person that's there to protect you. And uh, it's just beautiful. And that's why I say, like, you know, this spiritual journey that you got, that we are on right now, the ones that are awakened, is how you look at it in your mindset. If you look at it like, hey, this is hard as shit, because it is. I'm tight. <laughs> let me tell you. I decided to, whew. Let me tell you. It is so hard. And we, let me let tell you how hard it is. Like, I've been single way too long because it's ridiculous. But it's like, guys, they like, keep sending me these dudes I'm learning lessons from. And shit's getting aggravating. Like, I'm starting to point, like, yo. Like, this. enough is a fucking enough. Okay? But... Every single guy I've dated has given me a lesson that I had, I mean, what I would have never have learned on my own. But the part of that, of, like, you know, that lesson of, like, in relationships and having people in, in different relationships that come into your life that are, like, fucked up is that at the end of it and you, and you get past the pain, you learn the lesson and you're empowered, to the next level but the key is not to go back don't go backward to an ex that you know damn well didn't do you good before so don't go backward continue to move forward and not only in relationships but on your spiritual path it's like i was saying this path is not easy this spiritual path is not easy and especially when you are in this little brown packaging that i'm in (laughs) And that most of the people, you know, some of the people that's listening to my podcast is in this packaging that is absolutely beautiful and brown and all kinds of shades of black. We have to own it and we have to love it because once you start loving yourself and loving and being your true authentic self and being transparent. That is when the magic truly happens. And that is all I got to say about that. All I gotta say about that, but anyway, um, so hopefully, you guys really understand that as much as this show is going on, um, with America and this fall of an empire that's gonna happen, um, just know that you are in the front lines of this war. And this spiritual war that is definitely physical now <laughs> is uh, is very powerful. So when you find yourself in adversity and you feel like you just want to give up, don't. Feel the feelings that you need to feel. Cry when you need to cry. Because I definitely do that. Rest when you need to rest. Tell people no when you need to tell people no. And then from there, that is when you decide that you are powerful, and then you are empowered. So um, there's a part three to this. (laughs) I know you're like, damn, April, how many parts? It's only three parts, but this is part three. And then the part three, I just want to talk about solutions. I want to talk about what we can do collectively as, you know, spiritual beings and uh, what what we can do to really help move the consciousness forward. As spiritualists, as healers, as witches, as brujas, however you want to call yourself. Um, How we all can all how we can all work together and uh, really move the consciousness forward. Okay, well, thank you so much. And then, you know, I'm going to do an angel card oracle, an oracle angel card. Sorry. An angel card an oracle angel card at the end to kind of give you guys some motivation and then i want to do my last part of this on Friday and then I'll be back on Mondays only on a podcast all right so let's stay tuned for the angel reading Hey guys, so I'm going to do the oracle reading, but if uh, the end of the last segment sounds a little crazy, it's because my son does not allow me to be great. <laughs> he thinks that because it's just been him and I for so long that it doesn't matter if I'm recording. I can go in a room, lock the door. Um, I can go outside like we were and record in the car like I normally do, so he can be busy and that he can still see me and he can play and i don't have to hear him um he just doesn't allow me to be great and i think that we're all especially kids um that are born to us they're very intuitive they're clairvoyant they're audience. they have these things and they have these gifts that they're trying to figure out what's going on and um they can feel the energy as well. They're empathic. So be patient with them. You know, take the time to be like, What the fuck do you want right now? <laughs> I don't cuss at my son, but I'm just saying though, like, what do you what do you need for my life right now? <laughs> I just I don't know what else I can do for you. <laughs> and um and it's like I just love him to pieces but i also have to pay attention to his his mood swings um because he's very clairvoyant and uh he will read me for days baby let me tell you at eight years old and um and i always ask him his opinion like what do you think and what do you see and you'll be very surprised uh when you have these conversations with these kids what they say and what they know because that is definitely a direct line from god and when you look into your children's eyes and you can see like and they also feed off of our emotions as well and uh, for the ones that don't have kids uh let me tell you if you had kid if you had have kids in this time this is what we're dealing with um they feel our emotions they're feeling the collective and they're acting out with that so you know be patient with the kids, but my son doesn't let me allow me to be great. That's why I really just like to record on the weekend. So I don't have him. He's with his father. And then I can really be free, um, and be able to, to talk and be able to like get the message and not be distracted. But anyway, um, so I pulled a couple of cards to, uh, one flipped out and the other one flew out. Well, the first one that flew out, I'm going to do last because I think that that is uh, what Spirit's telling me to do. But the first card I got is You Are Safe by Archangel Michael. I um, call on Archangel Michael often, um, especially now with everything that's going on because he is a warrior and he's a protector and rather you believe in archangels or not, um, I do. And, uh, I know that I've had, and the reason that I do, and I think I even told you guys this is that when my father transitioned, I was February 1st, 2011 and I was pregnant with my son. And i'm um at the gas station, and I'm about to head. I had to do my taxes I had to do my taxes, and I was heading to uh the hospital and And I just knew it was a Monday, and I just knew like I just knew it I just knew that he was completely gone, and uh he had a heart attack, right, but they kept him on life support for a couple of days for the weekend, anyway, I just knew it in my soul, I did, and I prayed to God um to give me a sign before I went to the hospital and I'm at the gas station and uh, I'm pumping the gas and I could feel Archangel Gabriel and Gabriel is a messenger he is a direct messenger from God and I can feel him on my left side I can I will never forget that feeling because it was extremely strong and I kept getting Gabriel and it's like he's already gone he's already transitioned he's already gone and i got that at the gas station and that was a hard thing for me to accept you know being pregnant and my dad um having a heart attack literally like in days within me finding out i was pregnant and um and that's how i knew and became a believer of archangels and um and so there we are (laughs) that's my story and uh i uh call on archangel michael when i feel like there's a lot of entities around me i um also believe in voodoo so i carry greek bags of protection i have florida water i do a lot of protection things candles candle magic because when you are powerful like i am and um and constantly under, under attack and uh and your kid is under attack as well so i you know throw protection over him but uh, my home my car uh, things like that because it's constant right especially now with the collective being in an energy of fear and anger um, the entities are feeding off of that and if you're not strong enough and, and hold that protection around you it's easy to penetrate it's easy to penetrate so i i tell you to find out what rituals that you need to do for protection for your home for your family for yourself for your car all of those things because i um it's very important uh for me but archangel michael has always been there like forever (laughs) you know after my dad died i start looking more into archangels and uh they're definitely present whether you believe in them or not and uh And in this card that I pulled, it says you are safe. I am protecting you against lower energies and guarding you, your loved ones, and home. And then the second card that I pulled is prosperity. And that's Archangel Ariel. Your material needs are provided as you follow your intuition and manifest your dreams into reality. So what I get from these is that. You are protected. Regardless of what is going on around you and around the collective and the chaos and the things like that that's going on, you are protected. And you should know that. Um, Especially if you're an awakened one and if you're, you know, with your spirituality, you are definitely protected. And you're going to be prosperous. So when things don't seem like it's going right and your goals and things are put on hold, because this is even for myself. I'm like, damn, this ain't the game plan for 2020. I had it written down. I had it on my vision board. This ain't it. But you follow what your life purpose is. Do it. And I'm telling you, everything will fall into place. I've been blessed so much this year with like money. And I'm like, I don't even understand how that's even happening. I'm, I'm able to pay bills because I haven't been able to to have clients because people can't afford to afford me so it's like well how i'm gonna pay my bills and how i'm gonna do this when i don't have any clients right now <laughs> and then it's just like oh, it's like i'm gonna help you and i'm telling you he has helped me like since i haven't been able to have clients it's like okay let me let me help you get this bill out of the way let me help you do this let me help you do that so Um, and it's because I'm in my purpose and I might not post everything that I do on Instagram because I don't have to, but, um, I'm going to start doing that a little bit more. Um, using my, my phone, I have an iPhone 11, so I definitely need to be utilizing my camera and the video and just kind of letting you guys in a little bit more on who I am. Um, but I do that on my podcast. So I think that that's enough. You know, maybe I need to do a little bit more. I'm working through that. I'm working through that. But anyway, um, so I think that the two goals together. So you are safe. You are protected. And in that and in your life purpose. And you're moving forward. You're going to be prosperous. Right? So this is the message that I got today. Um, so hopefully this carries you through the next couple of days. i to do it again on Friday. And then every Monday I'm going to... Um, Every podcast episode going forward, I'm going to do either a tarot reading or a angel reading. But I think that right now we need to have the angels and get our gear ready, um, our sword and uh, our gear, because we have to we have to start fighting. <laughs> we have to start fighting with our gifts and pushing these entities and lower vibration energies away, and not get sucked into. Um, the drama of everything right so thank you guys so much you know if you uh, i am doing um all right you guys i'm back i got cut off because like i said my son will not allow me to be great i'm locked up in a room in a corner Trying to finish this podcast is it's beating on the door. I'm like, oh my god, I need a vacation. I need a vacation. But anyway, um, if you want to get in contact with me, the soulcoach.org. S O L E C O A C H dot org. And um I'm doing a special I was gonna do twenty dollars off of spiritual uh consultations, which I still am gonna do, but I'm gonna do something special for the frontliners. I am going to do a donation base um, touch thing. And I will be posting that on Instagram. Um, if you want to find more about that, you can email me at S O L E, um, one at mail.com. If you don't have Instagram and if you have Instagram, look for my stories tonight and then tomorrow. And I'm going to be promoting this for the rest of the week. I am doing like, you know, this donation based, um, call to action for anyone that needs some help with coping protection um just if you just need someone to talk to right all right so thank you guys so much i really appreciate (laughs) i really appreciate appreciate you guys and uh thank you for bearing with me with my son because you know he's eight years old he doesn't understand that you know the food that he eats I gotta pay for okay (laughs) and so where he lives I gotta pay for how we get to where we need to go and then build like he doesn't understand that so but that's okay because I love him anyway all right you guys um have a next great couple of days and talk to you Friday bye